Hi, I'm Melissa. Hi, I'm Kara, and you're listening to Cultivated Conversations. A space where we talk about life, family, work, where we're getting it right, and where we're getting it wrong. And what it means to live and purchase ethically in a fast-moving world. Grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine, pull a seat up at the table, and know that wherever you are on your journey, you belong, and we are so glad you've joined us. Hey listeners, it's Kara back with another episode of Cultivated Conversations. Hey, on the show today we are talking about SWAP and I have my friend Rebecca and my friend Lauren on the show and I can't wait for you to hear from them. Before we get into the episode, I want to jump in and just let you know I know the audio is not that great of quality today. So just a heads up, I did my best to make it so you weren't having to turn the volume up and down during the whole episode. So bear with me. We'll get it straightened out the next time, but I hope you enjoy hearing from Rebecca and Lauren about SWAP. Okay, well, welcome back to the podcast. This is your host, Kara, and today I have two guests on the show, and I'm so excited about it. And my friend Rebecca is here. Hi! And also, my friend Lauren is here. Hello! And today we are talking about SWAP. And I put out a call on Instagram back in July and asked for folks to tell me, do you love SWAP? Tell me why you love SWAP. And Rebecca, I meant to look it up, but you said something like, SWAP is like going to summer camp with your girlfriends and switching clothes all week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to the same camp from nine years old until college. And they had a, an evening, it was a church camp, they had an evening service and you had to change for it. And so everybody would just like dump their clothes on one bed. And we would go, oh, can I borrow this? Can I borrow this? And it was so fun because it was like having new clothes. You wanted to look cute for the boys from other churches and, you know. Exactly. It was always fun. (laughs) Plus I have two sisters, so there was a lot of swapping happening at home too. (laughs) That's awesome. So that's why I wanted Rebecca to be on the show is because that really caught my attention. Like, yes. That should be what it's like, and I needed some folks to get me excited about it. And also, <laughs> Lauren is a dear friend and has actually hosted a swap for our friends. So that's true. Wanted her to come on and tell us the details on how to do that. But before we jump into all of that, Rebecca, tell us about yourself. Where are you from? Where are you at? What do you do? Um, I grew up in Oklahoma. That's how I know you. <laughs> um, and I live now outside of Denver in Colorado. And I work for my brother, and he is a consultant in the telecom industry. So what I do is a hard question because it changes (laughs) day to day. Um, I'm a little bit of PA and a little bit of a project management something, and (laughs) it depends on the day. And you have nieces and nephews that are also in Colorado with you, right? I, I have one niece and one nephew here, and then I have eight more spread out. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of nieces and nephews. Yes, I, awesome. was, I was just planning with my sister and sister-in-law. I said, go ahead and send me Christmas things now because I have to start buying early. It's <laughs> December, I just go broke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have to plan out my Christmas gifts or I go crazy purchasing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That too. Lauren, tell us about you. Uh, I am born and raised Oklahoma, still live in Oklahoma. Um, I love it most of the time. Yeah. And uh, I am an attorney 
I am a trial attorney. I represent um, victims of domestic violence um, exclusively. So all I do is um, meet primarily women who are escaping uh, violent relationships and stalking and also some sexual assault. And I help them, I help get them safe using the court. And I also um, will help them keep their children safe if that's an issue as well. It's awesome. <laughs> Amazing. So, <laughs> okay. So I was thinking about this today, like having two friends on and in this social media world that we're in, we talk about influencers a lot. Like, are you an influencer? And I'm doing the air quotes for that because mm-hmm. I'm rolling my eyes. Um, <laughs> because, okay, we're going to like, you're going to go to my personal Instagram account and I have like what 700 followers and so we're not like huge have these huge followings but like Rebecca is incredible at building relationships and um that's actually she's rolling her eyes you are aren't you no no I was just that was a surprise face (laughs) oh (laughs) and actually when I met her she was working with youth and we were Mm -hmm. um doing a poverty simulation together and Lauren is just this rock star attorney (laughs) and so I would say like these two ladies are influencers um and I want you guys to go and follow Rebecca on Instagram and get to know her uh but Lauren why I'm bringing this up is because we can't find you on online anywhere can we uh hopefully not no the goal is that I am not able to be found on Instagram either um me um or any information about me Um, And the reason is because um, as part of my job, I am helping, like I said, most of the time women um, escape violent situations and escape from uh, perpetrators of violence who have um, made life threats and never against me, um, but we always have to be extra careful. And so a lot of the people, women that I work with, there's an element of stalking that goes on either in their uh, violent relationship or just a pure stalking relationship. And so there's a lot of defendants that I see in court that are really good at stalking. And so I've got to be really good at privacy. Yeah. And so um, that is where you can't find me on social media. So uh, my world of being an influencer is not uh, at least that type of influencer. <laughs> yeah. And that's my point. Yeah. Like uh, you see people on Instagram and you're like, wow, they're making such an impact. But then there are people sitting next to you on Sunday mornings at church and um, at the doctor's office that are making these huge impacts in the world, but you're never going to find them online. So Lauren will come and tell us like stuff that goes on in court, stuff that she's allowed to tell us. Mm-hmm. And I, if you've ever seen, Rebecca, have you ever seen Drop Dead Diva? Yes. Okay, good. I'm a little bit ashamed to say that I have definitely seen all of that. <laughs> As a matter of fact, one of the girls from the youth group and I used to watch it together. That's how I got into it. <laughs> Is it reality show? No. Okay. So, Absolutely. This is not. how clueless I am. I'm like, what kind of show is this? No, it's okay that you don't know about this. <laughs> but Rebecca, give us the premise to the show. So this young woman who's um, very beautiful, typically beautiful, you know, like the mm-hmm. ideal society ideal. She dies in a car accident and she's like comes back in this other woman's body. This other woman is an attorney who does a lot of really great things, but she's super frumpy and like just doesn't (laughs) look like. So she's got this whole new everything and has to figure out life 
and she, but she has her brain, so she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so smart, and I can, <laughs> yeah. I can really make a difference, but also I need better shoes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that actually sounds really fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, she goes into court, and, like, she'll, you know, it's very dramatized, of course, right. and, like, she wins these huge cases, and so when you start telling us about these cases that you've won and stuff that goes on, I'm like, oh, she's just, like, dropped dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you never I'm hear sure. the boring stuff, though. You know, <laughs> that's the thing is, if I'm telling you a story, it's because it's a good story, you know, uh, and right. those happen. And a lot of times it's like, well, I went to court today and nothing happened. I just showed up and left. I mean, stuff happens, but it is so boring most of the time. <laughs> most of the time. I'm glad I could bring Drop Dead Diva into our conversation here. <laughs> I yeah, think I might have to check important. it out. It could sounds like it could be very delightful to me. It is on Netflix. Is it? Yep. I need to rewatch. It's been a few years. Yeah. Toward the end, it gets a little, like, unrealistic. (laughs) Because (laughs) reincarnating in someone else's body and running into your former boyfriend is is super realistic. But then when he dies and comes back. Oh, I forgot about that. Spoiler alert, y'all. Super spoiler. <laughs> uh, oh, good that's funny. Do I even need to watch it? <laughs> yes. Okay. Because it's awesome. The first season especially. It's real funny. Yes. Okay. Okay, so let's talk Swap. Rebecca? Yes. Tell ma'am. us even, like, um, tell us why you love Swap. And have you been to any Swaps recently? Or I haven't been to any recently. I was actually just talking about it with some friends here, though. Why do I love it? Because it's free clothes. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a dream come true. Um, and I am a habitual closet cleaner outer. Mm. I like to change up what I wear. And so I'm always like, oh, I haven't worn this in a while. I'll take that out. And I, ha- I always have a pile or a box in my closet. So I can. it's easy for me to go like, here's my stuff. And then yeah. be excited for what other people bring. The other thing I love about it is that you find things that you wouldn't find in stores and think it was perfect for you. But since your friend brought it, you try it on or mm-hmm. and then end up with stuff that maybe it's a little bit different than what you would usually pick. It's kind of fun. Yeah. So rewind for me and explain what a swap is. I jumped right in the middle of it. <laughs> so like maybe we have some listeners going, okay, wait, what is a swap? Well, so what the swaps that I've been a part of is that you get together a bunch of friends and say, everybody meet at my house at this day and time and bring any clothes, shoes, jewelry, bags, and other accessories that you don't want anymore. And then we'll put them all together in one place and then everyone gets a turn to look for what they want. And I've done it a couple of times where it's just kind of free for all in a smaller group. That's fine. But I've also done it where there are rules about how many things, like you can only take as many things as you bring and, or everybody can take this many items or however that works Mm -hmm. out. Cool. Plus it's a party. I love a party. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a reason to get a bunch of women together and that's fun. Yeah. Do you have some pieces that you wear right now that you got from a swap? I'm just going to put y'all on the spot the whole time. Right? I definitely still have things that people have given me from their closets specifically. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of that right now, actually. Yeah. 
Which, Lauren, we actually did that. Yeah. Lauren and I started purchasing ethically um, about the same time, made the this commitment to switch over to how we were purchasing. Mm-hmm. And I had gotten this skirt, mm-hmm. and you had bought this necklace, mm-hmm. and the skirt just did not look right on me. Mm-hmm. And I asked you if you wanted it. And I did, because I had my eye on that exact same <laughs> skirt. And actually, I mean, I see you pretty frequently, and I knew when you got it, and I was like... She won't care if I get the same skirt. But I was also kind of like, we're going to end up, it's, it is, it is a very um, unique skirt because it has this geometric penguin pattern on it. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Like you don't, you can't tell it's penguins. And then until you come up and you're like, oh, those are puffins. It's so cool. So I love that skirt. And so she got it and I was like, I think I'm just going to get it too. Honestly, we have matching penguin skirts. We're just going to have matching penguin skirts. So that's okay. It's from Mata Traders, by the way. Yes. Which is one of my favorite ethical companies um, for clothes. But yeah, so Kara had it, and then I had this necklace, and I think Kara just decided it didn't it didn't fit right. The skirt? I can't remember. Anyway, you, like you weren't so into it, and I had that necklace, which was so cool, but it was just not my style. I think we both realized... You kind of want that. I kind of wanted that. And we just traded. Yep. Love it. I, I still wear that skirt a lot. I mean, it's uh, I, I'm doing the capsule thing for the season. So right now it's away. But it comes spring. The it's penguins coming are coming back out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Which is kind of funny. You'd think penguins would be in winter, but it's really not a winter skirt. No, it's not. It's like a summer, summer, spring situation. But yeah. I loved it too because... The necklace is from Noonday, and I had been eyeing, eyeing it for a while. And I think when we were talking about it, and you mentioned why well, we could swap the skirt for the necklace, I was like, oh, I really want that necklace. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. So so that's a whole other like kind of avenue to go down with swap. Mm-hmm. It's just, mm-hmm. hey, you've got a piece, and you know it would look good on a friend. Something else I love about it is that nobody buys anything. So yeah. you're not just creating more clothing out there in the world. Yeah. It's a great way to recycle. Yes, absolutely. And I love what you were saying, Rebecca, that you may not have, in a store, gone toward that item, but since you've seen your friend wear it and you know how beautiful it is, hey, let me try it. Mm -hmm. Okay, Lauren, tell us, you have hosted a swap. I have, yeah. Tell us what, if we wanted, if one of our listeners wanted to do this, what are some tips on organizing one, getting it together, getting your friends to the house? Can I back up to my first experience with Swap, which actually informed how I hosted later? Yeah. So my first experience with Swap was probably, goodness, at this point, maybe as many as 12 years ago. I'd never heard of such an event. And my best friend told me, hey, there's this Swap thing. And if you drop off your clothes at this one salon, they're like the clothes you don't want at this one salon. And then they're going to set up like a pop-up store they're going to sort it. Who I'm like, who is they? I'm like, I was so yeah. confused. But she just said, just drop off your stuff. We're going to go together. We'd made like a little girl date. And she's really into um, recycling and kind of just has her finger on the pulse of a lot of those things. And so she, when she invited me, I just thought, cool, this sounds great. And so, so I dropped off some clothes. And what I didn't know what they were doing is you had to drop it off at least five days, I think, in advance of the actual swap event. And so that gave 
the people time to sort through what you brought. They actually took out some things maybe that were stained or that they didn't think were kind of up to consignment level maybe. Mm-hmm. And then they actually assigned you kind of like monopoly money based on what you had brought to donate. So okay. so it's like if I had brought a really great purse and, and a coat versus just a t-shirt, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how they kind of kept it fair when everyone showed up, because that was a really, really well done swap. And it was a really well attended swap as well. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of strangers, which is different from kind of what Rebecca said, you know, having people over. That was more like what mine was. And I think that they were more cognizant of making sure people felt like it was fair when they walked mm-hmm. out. Like I'd put in a lot and I want to get out a lot. And so when we arrived, we just told them our names and they said, oh yeah, here's your money. And you know, and then you just started walking around. And out of that event, I got a pair of jeans. It was my first pair of skinny jeans. And talk about something that you would not ever wear. Like I just was like, I will not spend money on skinny jeans. There's no way they will look good on me. Um, of course, now it's like, you know, what everyone wears all the time. But back then, to me, they were still new. I don't think they were that new. Uh (laughs) Um, But I got my first pair of skinny jeans that I wore a ton um, for a number of years. I got um, a pendant that I was able to turn into a necklace that I also wore for years um, a lot. And those are what I really remember. I think I got some other shirts and stuff, too. And so then you basically everything was assigned a money value and then you could pay and they had with your Monopoly money or whatever and you checked out and... It was a great experience. It was a great first, like, wow, what a cool thing. And they had really sorted through stuff by size, you know. Uh-huh. And that's where all of your tips from the last podcast about how to consign or uh-huh. shop consignment where you're kind of looking above and be- below your size and all of that. And they had some changing rooms, too, in that area. That sounds fun. Yeah. It was really fun. It was really fun. It was a great little date night for my friend and I. And we, um, I think, like, went out to dinner afterwards. And it was fun. And we didn't spend, like, any money. That was a time of my life where I think I was still a law student, you know, and I wasn't rolling, you know, in the money, uh, still not rolling in the money. Yeah, no, but um, yeah. And and so when I started to plan my own, um, I mostly just invited friends over. And so I, we weren't as concerned about um, making sure that they had everyone came out with a fair amount because mm-hmm. most of the women kind of knew each other and I just knew the women and I thought they're not just going to be coming in here and like running away with like bags of clothes yeah. just so they could resell them or something you know no one was was coming in with those ideas so when you have a different group and it's in your home we didn't assign money to anyone but everyone just kind of brought stuff in I actually did it in conjunction with hosting a noonday noonday trunk show I had the ambassador come in and while she was sharing about noonday I kind of stepped back and sorted through clothes real quick. And I had um, rented, I think, just like or two um, coat racks from a party rental place. And so I put I set those up in my house and I just kind of really quickly went through and was like, oh, this is kind of by size. Um, And we put some other stuff out. And so then while people were able to shop noonday, they're also able to come back and trying different stuff and would go into the bedrooms in my house um, and try different clothes on. And a lot of people left with quite a bit of stuff. I didn't even really shop that day. But the fun part about being the host is like everything that was left over. I found quite a bit of stuff that I still like I I still wore for years, like someone Uh brought like a white shirt. I was like, I need a white shirt. So I had that white shirt for years until it was time to let it go like this year. (laughs) Um, But it was really fun. And that worked out well. I think having it organized in a way that it kind of feels similar to a shopping environment as mm-hmm. opposed to 
just piling stuff up on a bed or a couch where people have to search through makes it a lot easier for people to look and kind of see if there's anything for them. Yeah. I like what you said the first swap that like making sure that it was kind of even. And I went to a swap a little while back and it was just piled on the table. So that was stressful for me because I feel like I have to prepare myself for digging through (laughs) a pile. But um, you you get one arm of the shirt, someone else gets the other arm and you're struggling to who gets it. Yes. Or you realize that you're best friends. (laughs) (laughs) Even better. (laughs) I did like I went with Elizabeth and so she was at another table and she just holds stuff up. Kara, do you want this? (laughs) But... You did notice that people brought, like, just, like, an old raggedy t-shirt. And then, like, I had actually brought mine on hangers. And, like, I made sure they were nice and clean and pressed. And... <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, as a swap shopper, I appreciate the detail of hanging everything up. I actually was just thinking, I haven't had a lot of experience with swaps. But, as our listeners know... I used to go to style blogger conferences, mm-hmm. and the first one I went to, they did a swap. I and, remember that, actually. And it was set up kind of like yours, and people brought like really nice things, and, and we dropped them off early and came back later, and we stood in line and then went and shopped, and it looked like it was a little boutique. Well, my friend Laura was with me, and I hope she forgives me for telling this story <laughs> on the podcasts. but all of a sudden, like I'm like walking through, and I'm like, oh my gosh, someone someone brought their hair dryer and then like five minutes later she's like running over with her hair dryer in her hand going oh my gosh I accidentally donated my hair dryer <laughs> well I guess you can just take it as one of your items <laughs> yeah. oh it was the best I bet the organizers were like I guess we'll put it out you know like they're like uh, I don't need it <laughs> sure you know someone might need a hair dryer and then, yeah, you think of what they were thinking, and then, like, when someone sees her walking out with the hair dryer, <laughs> I guess she really wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> so, that is yeah. funny. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. I hope she forgives me for <laughs> telling that story on her. Okay, any other tips for swaps? I don't know. I think maybe just be open-minded. I remember when I went to and held up a dress I really loved the pattern on, but went, oh, this would never fit me. It looked too small. And then the gal that brought it said, no, that'll fit. Go put it on. Oh. And I was like, there's no way. Like, I'm holding it up even. Look, it's too small. And she's like, just put it on. So I did and then went, wow, I look great. (laughs) (laughs) And I wore that dress, like, once a week until I literally, like, one of the straps broke and there was a hole in it because I loved it so much. (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. Be open-minded. Yeah. And then talking about fit, like, that is one thing, um, when I was hosting my swap, I had some, some friends of mine just say, well, like, do you have anyone that might come that's even has the same size as me? And I think something that you've talked about on the podcast before, which is, it's actually really hard to tell by looking someone what size they are. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, Kara, you've shared your size even on the podcast before. And when you first told me, I was like, no way. You know, (laughs) just because like in my mind, like you're super thin. (laughs) And so I'm like, no, she probably wears like an extra small or something, you know. (laughs) That's like, you know, in your mind, I've noticed that this, tell me if this is true for you guys. Like I've noticed, I think this happened in college where I'm more self-conscious about like my bottom half. And so I had this roommate 
and she was more likely to carry her weight on her top part. I'm more likely to carry it on my bottom, my bottom end. I always just thought she was like the thinnest person, but she always thought I was the thinnest person because we would always just zero in on our most insecure part. We'd look at the other people and judge them based on how we judge ourselves. Is that like weird or, you know, like you so you just, I was just like, oh no, you're like super thin. And she's like, no, you're super thin. And we were both, we were both like, uh, <laughs> what? You know? I guess we're um, both hot. <laughs> um, but I, I think it's like, first of all, as a hostess kind of to think through in advance, like, am I inviting people who kind of are in the full spectrum? Cause you don't want someone to come and just feel like, wow, like there's nothing else here. Cause that could be so isolating. Mm-hmm. But on some level, you don't have a lot of control over that. You can't force yeah. people to come to your party, but you know, trying to invite people of all different sizes and just saying, you know, just come and look and who knows. And almost everyone that's, that came to my swap, I think left with something that they swapped. Yeah. And when you were done with your swap, what did you do with the clothes? I donated them. I had gone through most of them and most of them were really good quality. You know, we talked about what would you donate? I think Elizabeth's test, she was on your like last season. Uh Can you tell I listened to all of your podcasts, like every (laughs) single one. But she had said, if you, if you wouldn't look that person in the eye and give it to them, then don't donate it. You know, if it's Mm. got holes all through it or whatever. Um, most people had bought really good stuff. And so I went through and took what I wanted. Um, and then I I donated it. Awesome. But, yeah. I think that's what they did with the swaps I've been to as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I love the idea of like even going to a swap, making sure that you could hand that shirt over to someone, look mm-hmm. them in the eyes and give them that shirt. Mm-hmm. That it's still in good quality. So. If it's not donation worthy, there are boxes where you can recycle it. Ah, and where would you find those? I know that there are a couple in Tulsa, <laughs> but I know there's <laughs> a lot more here um, in Colorado. They're just usually outside of store in parking lots, lots of targets and places. But also our Habitat store nearby my house here has a big box where you can donate clothes and shoes. Not donate, but recycle clothes and shoes i need a shoe recycling place my kids just absolutely go through just keep your eye out when you're out driving you'll see them around i guess i always thought those were like to donate to sometimes they are yeah so if they're like a specific i think in tulsa they have some up that are salvation army that are donations but then there are others that specifically say recycle oh i'm gonna look that up if you find it let me know because yeah. I can use that. I've also been just recently. I've been saving more. If I'm if I'm looking at a piece of clothing or whatever, and I'm thinking there is no life in this anymore, I've been looking at it is in different ways. Kind of what is it made out of? Could I um, use it if it's like a hundred percent cotton? Sometimes I can make them into like a hair drying towel. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. uh, I have a curly-haired child, and so some towels are too too rough on her hair. And so yeah. I had read somewhere, like, 100% cotton t-shirts. So I started saving back the t-shirts we had that were 100% cotton and cutting them up and making them into hair towels. Awesome. And I've also just been thinking recently, like, I should just save, like, next time I'm about ready to get rid of a pair of jeans, save it so I have something to patch my kids' stuff with. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Or just any other, because I thought I could save their clothes that they've run through that are too small that I don't feel like I can give to someone else and then use it to patch their clothes too. Because if it, I mean, they want, you know, it's always the color they want or the... The rainbows. Her kids are really into rainbows. Yeah, rainbows. Yeah, rainbow. Rainbows, sparkles, fluff. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, let's go ahead and get to the last questions, which is one of my favorite parts of the show. 
Um, Rebecca, tell us a new ethical brand or ethical line that you're loving right now. Okay. Do you have any that you're following? One that I really love is called Carly Jean Los Angeles. And mm-hmm. they, I, it was kind of a roundabout way that I found out about them and then later found out that they actually have like really um, good practices with how they source their um, labor and materials. A lot of the stuff is made in Los Angeles and then the stuff that's outside like if you do enough research you can see they're really careful with what they do outside of the states as well and I just love almost every single piece that they have and she um, does capsule wardrobes Mm -hmm. every season so everything that you buy from there you can mix and match um, and they all go together which is super fun and it's just really basic staples kind of stuff I also am really loving I've been like wanting some um, Oliverte boots yeah. So those are the two that I thought of like right off the bat. <laughs> Bethany Tran from the Root Collective was on a few weeks ago, and she mentioned Carly Jean Los Angeles. Oh, really? Which I had never heard of, which I love hearing mm-hmm. about brands I've yeah. never heard of. Well, and I do love the Root Collective. Those boots that you have, I've wanted for as long as they've had them. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're nice. I like them. So How about cute. you? Uh, I have a pair of Root Collective shoes. <laughs> <laughs> a new brand you love or just a new fall line you're loving? I am currently really loving, I'm going to mispronounce it because it's French, but Amorvert. 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 You say the T? See, I don't know. But anyway, uh, their stuff is so beautiful. I think you guys talked about it on a recent podcast, but it's so beautiful. It's work appropriate, which is something that is important to me if I'm buying something. I mean, not everything can go from work to home life or out after work or church or whatever. But I'm usually looking for those pieces that will go into a courtroom and also out to a hockey game or something. I mean, I know that sounds strange, but there are pieces that can do that. And so, um, and also just in the work environment that I'm at, obviously I don't wear jeans into the courtroom, but I can wear jeans. If I'm not going into the court on one specific day, I can wear jeans into the office. It just kind of depends on what I'm doing. So I'm always kind of looking for those pieces that can do a lot of different things. So they've got beautiful stuff always. I haven't bought anything yet though. I'm just eyeing it. I'm always just looking, thinking, where can I get the, the perfect piece that's going to fit in just right? Also loving right now, Veta Capsule just came out with their new, it's, it's, ironically, because I am not have an edgy style, but it's called the edgy capsule for this fall. And I love it. Um, the mini skirt is not would not be in in my capsule wardrobe. But the sweater, I love it has the thumb holes. Yes. I love the sweater. I love that it has that detachable turtleneck that just kind of helps you to change it up a little bit. I love actually they have just a t shirt, but it's it's made so that you can tie it or you can wear it off your shoulder or you can wear it just as like scoop neck. So I really like that t shirt actually. And the pants, which I might need to like those will probably be something I'll have to buy and have altered or something, but those are some pants that I've been looking for. But I actually have their their black pants. And I have some black pants that I'm going to do some ultra tailoring on soon. I'm just going to try. I've had them. They're from Target. I've had them seven years and it's time for them to change. So I'm like, (laughs) I'm just going to, it's either they're just going to, they're going to go away or I'm going to take a last ditch effort and see if I can like tailor these like a real, like restructure them. (laughs) 
So I'm like, what have I got to lose? I'll just give it a shot. So if those pants don't work out, I think I'm going to be heading to Veta Capsule and seeing if I can buy those pants. One more thing that I've, I really, really love the hats um, um, from Fashionable. They have the cutest hats out this fall and I want them all. I love Fashionable. Or Able, I think is their new I think, name. yeah, they're just Able now. Right. I have some jeans from them. And I have a friend that just went to Nashville and got to go to their store. I was so jealous when she sent me a picture. I wish we had the stores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, now tell us, what is a recent purchase that you've made, Rebecca? I just got some jeans from Carla Jean. Oh. And I love them. When I first got them in the mail, I, jeans are a hard one to buy online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, but they're really good about, you can, they give you a lot of information about the fit. And especially if you, I follow them on Instagram and they'll like have every, they have people trying on all the clothes all the time and showing you how they fit and then they answer questions. And so I was like, okay, I'll try. And when I first got it out of the package, I held them up and went, there's no way these are going on. Like, <laughs> but it was like a sisterhood of the traveling pants moment because they were <laughs> stretchy enough that I put them on and went, whoa. I look really good. I love these. Um, <laughs> I love that. They're like high-waisted, dark wash, skinny jeans. So they just, they go with everything. I can, like, I just feel really great in them. My only thing about it is that I did have to buy the largest size that they have, which, like, I'm not skin and bones, but generally I'm not the largest size of anything. Yeah. But I, I kind of did that on purpose. I was like, let me go bigger than what I think I need. Mm-hmm. And that was the case there. Yeah. So they run a little small. Yeah. I think actually they probably fit truer to size that I'm used to. Okay. A lot of the places where you go try on pants, they're lying to you about what size you wear. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to have to look into them. Okay, Lauren, a recent purchase you've made? Uh, the most recent purchase I made is some clothes from Thread Up, which I just have like pretty much like a revolving account like because I return stuff but I do it for store credit you know so I don't have to pay shipping on return and that included a a denim dress that I really like it's just kind of like straight up and down but you could belt it you know or you could just kind of wear it baggy I've been looking for something like that for a while that you can just pair with boots or whatever so I saw one and that was again one that I thought and and, and I got out my tape measure because it had said like how long it was. And I really pay attention to hymns because sometimes if, if it's too short, even if I'm wearing leggings or something, I'm not going to feel comfortable because I know I get down on the floor a lot on the weekends um, or, you know, just walking around, crossing my legs when I'm sitting. I, I, yeah. I like it to be like at right above or at my knees ideally and so I was actually getting out there were a few that I found on thread up and I was like doing the tape measure and this one I was like that one's the longest so I'm gonna go with that one and I really like it it came and it fits and I wore it this week and it's cool so um, I got a couple other dresses I really like dresses right now so Mm -hmm. got a fall floral whoa yeah I know it's it's like maroonish color I love that. With some florals in it. Yeah, I love, I mean, I love shopping consignment or swap, especially for those trendy things that you're like, man, yes. I have no idea if I'm going to wear this fall floral thing next year. But for some reason right now, I'm feeling that dusty pink maroon trend that's going. Yeah. Or that rose gold. I that's I've so seen it everywhere. I colors. <laughs> And I just love it, and I want to wear it a lot. And I, I wanted a floral dress right now. I have no idea why. So when I saw that one, I jumped on it. Um, 
So, but yeah, I love swap and consignment for stuff like that because you don't have to feel like, wow, I'm saving up to make this great purchase. I like to make those for those standards that I know I'm going to wear this item for five or maybe even 10 years, hopefully. Right. But for consignment, you know, or even even a, even better swap because it is absolutely free. If you wear it one time, you have extended the life of that yeah. garment. Right. Even wearing it once and then bring it back to a swap later and maybe someone else is going to wear it one time, but it's still getting used. Um, and you haven't spent anything or like consignment. It's the same idea, but you mm-hmm. spent a lot less. You don't have to feel quite so bad just like thinking, wow, I got this floral dress that's only going to get to wear, you know, be worn maybe five times this season. Um, it is more of a statement piece. So if I wore it a lot, I think people would really notice, you know, <laughs> I'm so excited to see this. <laughs> I'll wear, I'll wear it sometime when you're, uh, yeah. It got compliments. People are like, Ooh, I like that dress. It's, I mean, I think it just, I think people just compliment you when it catches their eye usually. Uh-huh. So the dress is louder than my personality. It's hard to do, but <laughs> I love that the dress is louder than my personality. <laughs> it's pretty. It's there. It's out there. I definitely have those dresses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not really a loud person, but... Yeah. Okay, so what's something you're looking forward to purchasing, Rebecca? Uh, something I've been looking for for several weeks, and this is also because of Carly Jean, because they have, they're always wearing them, but they don't sell shoes, but they're always pairing their outfits with um, clogs, and I... Had a pair of clogs in high school that I absolutely loved. And by the way, I'm super glad that the 90s trend is back because I loved the 90s. <laughs> that, was like, that was like middle school, high school, and I loved it. So I was, I've been looking and looking and have not been able to find a pair from any of the ethical brands that I know. Mm-hmm. And then even beyond that, they're like a hundred dollars everywhere I look for them and I'm not going to pay a hundred dollars if I don't know where it's coming from for sure you know right Mm -hmm. um so if anybody knows where I can get some good clogs please please tell me also I have my eye on several pairs of earrings from starfish I love their joy yeah I love starfish I haven't gotten anything from them yet I haven't either I buy a lot of noonday and then I don't I don't need any more jewelry (laughs) like I could do I have enough jewelry for three or four women, but mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. So, but I always, I follow them on Instagram as well. And I'm always going, oh, I love those. <laughs> I know. And they're, the lady that runs her Instagram is so sweet. Yeah. Now, my friend that just went to Able, their store in Nashville was saying that she loved their jewelry uh-huh. and that it doesn't turn. The Ooh. ladies in the shop were saying that it won't turn. And I've oh. had a problem with that with my necklaces. Me too. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned. I'm hoping to get some. We'll see how awesome. it... Cool. See how it goes on my neck. Their jewelry is pretty simple, isn't it? Yes. Like it's very clean lines. I like that mm-hmm. a lot. It's yeah. not always what I wear or buy, but I'm right. drawn to that look beautiful. a lot. beautiful. Yeah. 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 How about you, Lauren? Um, looking forward to... Um, looking for the perfect denim jacket. Ah, which um, I actually just dawned on me probably would be the perfect item to start looking for vintage piece or consignment of some sort. But Mm -hmm. I feel like I need to, I I did, that was in my last thread up kind of purchase. I did have a denim jacket in there and it was just, I got it and it was just a little too small. Mm -hmm. Like I could fit in it, but I thought I'm not going to feel comfortable wearing it, especially Mm -hmm. when the purpose is to wear it 
over something. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be thinking, well, I can't wear that under that because then I'll just, you know, no. So I decided to send it back. It was perfect other than size. So I will keep an eye out, keep looking for it. Are you looking for a certain wash? Probably darker Uh blue. Because I know now they're like, I mean, there's black and white are really popular. Um, I've had my eye a little bit on the Everlane ones. Um, if I wanted to buy a new one, cause they came out with mm-hmm. all that denim and denim jackets, but I'm not sure that they're, the way they cut their clothes is going to be one that's flattering for my body. Mm. Um, so, or like just what I like, it's pr- pretty boxy. Um, so, so I've, I've kind of been keeping my eye on it and pondering, yeah. <laughs> but I'm looking for a denim jacket and I also have been, uh, searching for like a jumper Something like a dress you could wear in the summer, but then also you can legitimately layer with like, you uh-huh. know, one of those blouses with a little bow for work or, um, you, you know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Yeah. So but, cute. um, Veta has one, you know, it's the reversible jumper. Uh-huh. And I was, I was checking out that one this week. I need to get my measuring tape out and see how long it is or see how, you know, different. I love that. I mean, they have models on their website, which is awesome that are different sizes and different mm-hmm. and they put their measurements on there. So that's a good thing because when you're shopping online it really helps you to see it and think oh her body's like mine so that's how it's going to look on me mm-hmm. um so I've, i was looking at their jumper and i love the idea of it being reversible to it's denim one side and black on the other mm-hmm. and it also is front to back reversible so you can have a scoop yeah. neck or a v-neck which is also pretty cool so there's that and fair indigo actually has a lot i've gotten some of my work clothes there not everything that they do is for, is my type of style, but a lot of um, they're they have really high high quality stuff. So if you find something on there that you like, everything I've gotten from there has been probably the best quality of anything fair trade that I've purchased. Mm. It's wonderful. Um, so they've got some amazing basics and they have one jumper that I'm kind of again I'm kind of looking at like hmm, <laughs> is that gonna be mine? I don't know. So I haven't been able to commit yet. Maybe I'm just dating all these online jumpers until I can find (laughs) the perfect ethical jumper to buy. So again, if anyone knows of a great, a different jumper, just let me know. I'm open. I love what you said earlier about fixing your jeans with other old jeans. Mm Because I actually do own the perfect jean jacket because I bought it in the 90s. Uh (laughs) And I've had it since high school. Or before. It was actually my older sister's that got passed down to me, which is where I got all my best clothes. Um, and But it has a big hole in the back, like where the seam is. And I fixed it before. Like I sewed it back together and it just, when I put it on, it comes apart. And I thought, well, I just need to get a, some denim patches and then I can patch it. And I thought, I could patch it with denim I already have. Yeah. I cut off about this much, of like six inches off of a pair of jeans that I got at the thrift store Mm. so I already have it yeah it's perfect what a good idea thank you for that (laughs) I love something that just hearing you guys talk about what you're looking forward to purchasing and the like search that you're on goes so against the fast fashion clothing industry that we're in they want you to see that jumper and buy it now they want you to see some clogs and just get them Mm -hmm. you know and you guys are on the search for the perfect pair of clogs, the perfect jumper for you. And I love that because it's so much of my strategy in purchasing the last few years has been to just take my time. Right. 
and to not rush into a purchase. If I'm feeling rushed, that's the first red flag I have that I'm not supposed to get that, you know? Mm-hmm. So I love hearing you guys talk about just this thoughtful process of these things that you're looking for. So I will say that every once in a while I get, because it's been about two or three years that I really committed to, okay, I'm not going to buy it unless I know where it came from or if it's secondhand. Uh Every once in a while, though, I still really get the bug, like on a Saturday afternoon. Mm. I just want to go try on clothes. It's so fun. But we have a great thrift store all around Colorado called ARC, and it has the best clothes. And Mm. I have had really good luck going and just trying on clothes at the thrift store and being like, okay, it might be an impulse buy, but it was $3 and Mm -hmm. I can recycle it if it doesn't work, you know? So I don't even always try Mm -hmm. things on. Sometimes I just hold them up and go, all right, well, this will be fine. And then I have this one friend who's, we wear almost exactly the same size. And so we're just constantly giving each other clothes like that. I I bought these and didn't like them here. (laughs) Have these. (laughs) She just gave me a pair of jeans that are painted with flowers all over them that I every time she's worn them I've gone oh they're so cute and she said one day she said you know what I'm gonna go change out of them right now they're driving me crazy they don't (laughs) and so she gave them to me and I wear them all the time that's great I think that's awesome what made you can I ask a question now Uh yeah what made you make the choice you said two or three years ago Mm mm-hmm uh, Melissa Watson had a lot to do with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> just a lot of conversations with her about not only just one person at a time, but how it affects the global economy. That really stuck with me. And it's an easy thing for me to do. And I am, I'm a clothes horse. Like I have a lot of clothes. A capsule wardrobe is such a great idea. I could never do it. I'm too, for me, it's like an expression, an artistic expression sometimes what I wear. And I mm-hmm. want to have lots and lots of options. So if I'm going to own a lot of things, like that's already such a privilege. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to to be able to say, well, I'm going to be careful about what I buy is a really simple thing for me to do that kind of changes. And it, and it helps me too. It changes my perspective on not just my clothing, but my privilege in general. So mm-hmm. it's been really good for me personally. And then hopefully also has an impact on other people. Yeah. Well, let's ask you the same thing. I think, well, you were actually the person, Kara, who first introduced me to the idea. Mm -hmm. Like, I honestly, this is like kind of embarrassing, but I just never, ever thought about clothes being made. And honestly, you walk around and there are so many clothes. I mean, I was just in Target tonight, you know, and I just, there are so many clothes in one Target store, you know, and there, how many in this city and how many... And this, and that's just one chain. And so, I think the that there was there there's so many clothes. I just could not even conceive of the fact that real hands were making them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone else. I I mean, I literally I think I grew up just thinking there are machines out there that make this. Mm-hmm. There have to be. There's no way that real people can make this because there's so much. Right. Um, and also having, I mean. My mom is actually a good tailor and made some of our clothes. And seeing how much time and energy goes into actually making clothes, I have made some clothes for myself. I've made some skirts in the past. We're talking very low level. (laughs) I've made an apron, you know, I mean, just very, very low level. But to know how much effort goes into that, Mm -hmm. it's mind boggling to think that there are actual people making everything that you see in stores. So you're actually the first person who even introduced me to that idea. And pretty quickly, I was like, 
good for you, not going to be a thing that I can take <laughs> on right now. Like, it's just overwhelming. Like, some, I was just right. like, you know, like, more power to you. That is interesting. I now feel a little bit of guilt. Um, not that you made me feel that, but, you know, like, I now feel like a little bit like, oh, maybe I shouldn't buy this. But it was so overwhelming, the idea of even changing the, my buying habits. Mm-hmm. And then what really changed it is I bought one piece of noonday jewelry, one piece, because I didn't have a big budget. I think I bought like one small necklace at a party. I think it was at your house and I got it and I really just bought it because I felt like, oh, I went to this party and I, I guess I like ate a Danish or whatever. So I better, <laughs> <laughs> it probably wasn't a Danish, but I thought I better buy something. So I bought this small thing and I wanted it. I loved it. I just thought this is different. Like it was one of the artillery pieces from mm-hmm. Ethiopia mm-hmm. that Noonday has mm-hmm. in its line that I just adore that story of how they are like literally pulling out shells, you know, from war and making them into beautiful jewelry and making jobs for people. It's just so beautiful. And I would wear that and I would wear it to court and I would think like, man, this is giving people jobs and I feel like I'm helping people here. And it just came together, you know, and then I started to think about it more. I started to think, you know, I'm helping when you, when you do the type of work I do, you get connected with the idea of how women are oppressed around the world. And a lot of the artisans that you're buying from when we're buying um, ethically are women. A lot of the seamstresses Mm -hmm. who are making our clothes are women or unfortunately children. Um, And so I care so much for them here. And I care so much about those issues here. It only also makes sense to extend that and that care into the purchasing, you know? Mm -hmm. So like talking about the true cost, the documentary that Mm -hmm. many of us, many of us have seen, but in talking about, you know, there's seamstresses who are working full time, but have to send their children away because they can't support them. And that's heartbreaking to me, you know, so I don't want to be part of that. And so it, it was actually just, you know, buying one piece and realizing, well, that felt good. Right. And it wasn't hard. Yeah. But I'm one of those people that's like black or white. So you're either ethical purchaser or like not ethical purchaser. You either have to do it all the way or not all the way. Um, and so so I think that's what turned me off from it is I just thought I can't go all the way. So I might yeah. as well not go at all. And that was really, you know, that's not a helpful thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's been um, oh, three or four years. I don't remember, maybe five since I started trying to change the way I purchased and Um, expanding as you learn more you realize oh like consignment's a great option swap is a great option thrifting is you know a great option but it's not my thing but if you need something more economical that's a great way to get started and that's how I still do a lot of that and then just being very selective in those pieces that you buy that are you know fair trade ethical high quality I just it's it's been a slow transition when I first started I was just sharing it with a friend she goes so did you just like throw everything out and start over and I was like no oh no I mean like I mean I still have those clothes I mean it doesn't help anyone to burn them now you know like I have them I might as well at least wear them but let's move you know let me be more thoughtful about my purchases in the future and I'm again like not perfect yeah not perfect I mean I had to buy a suit this summer Suiting is real hard in ethical world. Mm-hmm. And it's also something that when I wear it, I want to feel really great. Mm-hmm. I want to feel good in it. And I, I didn't want to buy it online and send it back over and over and over again. And really, there's not good options online. They're, they, 
I've seen them. They're just not up to snuff. And so, so I went to Dillard's and I bought a suit and I don't know where it was made, but I feel great in it and I'm going to wear it forever. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, cause they were showing the sales lady was like, how about this? And I was like, that's too trendy. I'm not into that. I need something straight up and down, but it needs to look good and I need to feel good. Mm-hmm. And it was expensive and I'm going to wear it for a long time. So just thinking through my purchases that way, you know, mm-hmm. or exhausting my options. Um, if I'm looking for a pair of shoes and I just can't find it, not feeling bad, like, okay, you know what? I can't find it. It's not in my size. It's not, they're just not making that type right now. Okay, that's fine. I'm going to, I'm going to go find it. Right. Um, yeah. But being thoughtful. Yeah. yeah. That was something yeah. that Melissa helped me with too, was she said, it's okay. Just, I was looking for a bridesmaid's dress. I was like, I just can't find, you know, I had a specific color and type of dress. And she said, oh, that's so hard. Go to Target. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> thank you. I just needed her to give me that permission. Like, thank right. you. You're right. I do. And I, I do. Every once in a while, I'll still buy something that from the mall or from Target. Um, but it's just, it's just the mindset of thinking it through and saying, is that mm-hmm. something I really need? And even though I still have a lot of clothes, I actually have a lot less clothes than I used to because it makes you go, I actually can live without a lot of things. Um, yeah. If I'm not making those like constant quick buy purchases. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I feel like I could talk to you guys for a long time. <laughs> I just love where this conversation has gone. Thank you guys so much for staying up late and being on the show today. Thanks for having You're us. Welcome. <laughs> her response was the right one thanks for having me it's an honor <laughs> what you said i said you're welcome oh, that's good you you are welcome well there you have it i didn't think the ladies could do it but they did get me excited about clothing swaps so if you're in tulsa and you're having a clothing swap soon let me know i would love to drop in we've been away for a few weeks so to make up for that we're putting out two episodes today clothing swap and thrifting with Amy. So make sure to also listen to that episode. We're going to be back this next week with an episode on holiday giving. I'm so excited for you guys to hear from my friend Megan on how to be strategic about where you're giving this holiday season. So make sure to check back. Also, go to our website. You'll see all the brands that we mentioned today, all the show notes. Hey guys, make sure you're following us on Instagram and Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get to know you better and hear some of your ideas for the spring season. So stay in contact. Bye guys.